Off a day, and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. It is Friday, September 29th, 3.04 p.m. Here in the KHMG studios. Glad to have you with us today. We are broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio. 88.1 FM, KHMG, Barragata, Guam. We've been on the air for 21 and a half years. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, broadcasting beautiful Christian music and Bible-based programming for you, the listening audience, here on Guam and all around the world. Not only can you find us at the bottom of the dial, so to speak, the left-hand side of the dial, the FM dial here on Guam, with beautiful stereo music and programming, but you can also go online to khmg.org and listen to the live stream. So no longer do you have to have a radio at your desk. You can listen online khmg.org listen to the live stream of this show and everything else we broadcast here or download the podcast there's a place there we can download podcasts and listen to locally produced programs at your convenience we upload just hours after the show's over we upload the show in its entirety as a podcast so you can listen to it at your leisure share it on social media we really appreciate it when you do that it gets the word out to a lot of people in a short period of time And if you ever miss part of the show, you can tune in Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on The Rebound. We do that on purpose because we know not everyone can listen wall to wall for two straight hours. A lot of people, you're catching a few minutes here, a few minutes there. You're running into the store. You're picking up the kids. You're on your way home from work. You're on your way to a soccer game, heading home from church, and you're just catching a few minutes of the show. That's cool. We're fine with that. That's why we have the show available in podcast, and we broadcast it three times. So sometimes, if you're listening on Saturday or Sunday, I might say something that is time-specific to Friday afternoon. Just got to kind of keep that in mind, that it is a rebroadcast Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. If you ever want to let us know that you're listening, you can go to our Facebook page. Harvest Family Radio Guam is on Facebook, and we love to hear from you. You know what? We'll just be satisfied if you just go to our page period because every time we get a new page view it updates us and we love it when people interact with us through all our different forms of media we are a communications ministry communications outreach ministry of harvest baptist church and we love communicating with you so find our facebook page leave us a note follow us you'll get updates every time we we put something new on the facebook page which is Multiple times a day, usually. And if you ever want to stop by and see the studio, we're on the third floor, directly above the hub, our coffee shop here at Harvest. Just go around behind the hub, come up the stairs or ride the elevator to the third floor and come in during regular business hours, 8 to 4 p.m. You can come in, meet Chris and Sebastian. They're up here full-time. I'm up here just part-time, particularly on Friday afternoons. So we love to have people stop by. It's a short tour. We have a studio and we have a workstation. But we would love to show those to you and show you how we do what we do. So please feel free to come by. And if you can give us a heads up that you're coming through our website, khmg.org, email us or go to our Facebook page. Let us know you're coming up. We appreciate that. But uh, either way, we'd love to know that you are listening. Sometimes radio is a little bit of a one-way communication. We say a lot. We get to do all the talking. And there's no way for us to hear back from you unless you let us know that you're listening. But it is always encouraging. I had a lady this week stop me and say that she listens to the show on Fridays. So thank you for that. Every time you 
say just a little word like that, that you let Chris know you're listening to Take Note, or there's a program that really meant something to you, and you send us a quick email, or put on Facebook just a little thumbs up when we upload a new link or something like that, it really helps us know that we are reaching the community that we're intending to reach. Last week, we did an interview with Maisie Ferreris. She was talking about starting Bible clubs in public schools. And before she left the studio, she received two texts from different people that had been listening to the show and were interested in finding out more about starting Bible clubs in public schools. And these are two folks I didn't even know that they were listeners. So thank you very much for interacting with us. Tell your friends about it. Uh, send, send the links out. We really do appreciate it. Now it is the end of September. Can you believe it? School has been going for well over a month, and we are full into the, the autumnal season. We had the autumnal equinox. So it's autumn, fall, Indian summer. And that's going to be our theme today. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show when Sebastian comes in with his quiz and his new bumper music, by the way. So you don't want to miss that. We know we have a lot of Sebastian fans out there, so make sure you tune in for that. Now, the month of September, as we wrap it up, there are a few observances, unusual, some of them, poignant, others, and some of them are really obscure. It is Peas Month, so like the little green vegetables, yeah. Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, Radish Month, Save the Koala Month, Sea Cadet Month, Self-Improvement Month, Shameless Promotion Month, Sports and Home Eye Safety Month, Subliminal Communication Month, yes, I can tell what you're thinking, Update Your Resume Month, Whole Grains Month, and World Animal Remembrance Month. Those are just a few of the observances for the month of September. And then there are a few things that this week is kind of wrapping up. Remember to register to vote week uh, ends tomorrow. So if you haven't registered to vote for this upcoming election, make sure you do that. Sea Otter Awareness Week ends tomorrow as well. World Hearing Aid Awareness Month. That's the 24th through the 30th. Yes, I said World Hearing Aid Awareness Month, the 24th through the 30th. World Reflexology Week. I think I mentioned that last week. That ends tomorrow. And Yom Kippur evening of the 29th through the evening of the 30th. So this next 24 hours, as soon as sunset uh, occurs, we will uh, have some observing Yom Kippur. Now, the end of the month, of course, these days, the 29th and the 30th, a few observances. I might have mentioned a few of these last week. But today, the 29th of September is Ask a Stupid Question Day, uh, Hug a Vegetarian Day, International Coffee Day, Inventors Day, Love Note Day, VFW Day, Veterans of Foreign Wars Day. My grandfather was a member of the VFW. And World Heart Day. And tomorrow, the 30th, Astronomy Day, Family Health and Fitness Day, USA Fish Amnesty Day. So I I assume that's maybe like a catch and release program. International Rabbit Day, National Hot Mold Cider Day, Mm. National Microcephaly Awareness Day, National Public Lands Day, Nickelodeon's Worldwide Day of Play, and R-E-A-D in America Day, Read in America Day. Those are all different interesting things that are happening this month, uh, particularly in the United States, I believe, is, is when people observe those things. And, of course, here at Harvest Family Radio, every Friday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m., we have this little thing we call Live Till 5. It's a live 
local talk and variety program. We have regular segments such as Stranger Than Fiction, where I share different odd or funny stories that I've come across, different things people have maybe passed on to me. You, as a listener, can pass stories on to me as the host through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Just send a link through the Facebook message. Send me a private message, and I'll try to use that on the show. So we have Stranger Than Fiction, because oftentimes truth is stranger than fiction. We'll have some of those stories in a little bit. We do have our... Uh, What's in my coffee segment where the gracious baristas from the hub downstairs bring up a variety, uh, an assortment, a virtual cornucopia of different drinks for us. And we get to taste them and describe to you what they taste like and then the big reveal of what they actually are. And so that's fun for us, at least. And then we also have This Day in History with Lawrence Nagengast. He'll be sharing what happened on September 29th in history. And we have a quiz with Sebastian and his new bumper music. We have the news with Chris Harper, the all-around good guy and radio station manager here at KHMG. And then I'll just talk about whatever the topic of the day is and share some other stories with you, sometimes end with something a little more sobering. And uh, we love using this vehicle not only for entertainment, but also for edification and education. We want this to be something that's profitable to you. We want to give you a good alternative on a Friday afternoon We know that, uh, or a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday night, we want to be a blessing to you. We value our listeners, and we are very encouraged every time we know that we have connected with someone in a way that that they were blessed. We really value that, and we never want to take that for granted. So thank you, listeners, for staying tuned to 88.1 FM. We could not do it without you, and uh, looking forward to... Uh, many, many more of these Live Till 5 broadcasts and many, many more years of broadcasting beautiful Christian music and Bible-based programming through the internet and through the radio. Now, we're going to take a short break for Harvest Highlights, and when we come back, a little more Live Till 5. So stick around. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. This is episode 323 on this Friday, September 29th. It is 3.15 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Short break for Harvest Highlights, then back with more Live Till 5 after this. Welcome back to a little more Live Till 5. It's 3.20 p.m. on this Friday, September 29th, here at the KHMG Studios, high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries, broadcasting from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, KHMG, 88.1 FM, hop a day to you. Some of you are probably on your way home from church or your Sunday evening activities. I'm glad you're listening. You're listening to the rebroadcast of this show. The live broadcast is 3 to 5 p.m. every Friday afternoon. This is episode 323. No, I take that back. It's 233. I knew I had the right digits, just wrong order. I messed it up the last two weeks, and so now I've got it just permanently 
We need to get to the 240s quick. That'll still take us seven more weeks to get there. Anyway, episode 233 on this Friday, September 29th, 3.21 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. And I have a fascinating, fascinating article about ibuprofen. I have uh, Chris Harper here, Sebastian. I don't know why I use Sebastian. I don't say his last name, maybe because your first name's so long. But Chris Harper is three digit three uh three digits works three digits <laughs> three <laughs> syllables syllables. Sebastian Sebastian is like four, or Sebastian is three. <laughs> Lawrence. That's two. But so I just get too tired with your last one, so it's like you got to have at least two. Can't have just one, or else I have to do the last name. So it's Chris Harper, Sebastian, and Lawrence. <laughs> anyway, there's the logic of Jared Baldwin. That's right. Hey, in in my universe, makes perfect sense. Ibuprofen. Speaking of headaches, here, what's the difference between generic and name brand ibuprofen? According to Quora.com, which we all know is a very reliable source, very <laughs> uh, entire news agencies probably base their reports on Quora.com. To gain FDA approval, the generic drug must be... Because have you ever had someone say, hey, can you run in and get me some uh, Motrin Ad, or no. uh, mm-hmm. Advil? And they'll be like, they come back out with the uh, generic uh, Kmart brand. Yeah. And be like, no, 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 I asked for Motrin. Yeah. No, well, this is it's ibuprofen. No, no, no I, I, I want Motrin. Yeah. And I've even heard people say, well, the, the generic brand hurts my stomach or the generic brand just doesn't seem to work for me. I must have the other. Which I believe is the placebo effect based on what Quora.com says, because to gain FDA approval, a generic drug must first contain the same active ingredient as the innovator drug. Okay, inactive, inactive ingredients may vary. So you could have maybe a little stomach discomfort or something like if the casing of it is different or the coloring is different. Be identical in strength, dosage form, and route of administration. So it has to be a caplet, 50 milligram caplet, just like the other. Uh, have the same use indicators. Basically, they need to photocopy the same instructions on the back of their bottle. Yeah, it's usually pain and fever relievers. Yes. Bioequivalency. They must be, I want to just use that word more regularly anyway, bioequivalency. <laughs> uh, meet the same batch requirements for identity, strength, purity, and quality. So you can't have a, you know, one that's being sold out of some guy's um, sandwich bag that he pulls out of his back pocket of his backpack after school that's a lot of backs back I think, pocket yeah, of his yeah, backpack I think there would be a lot of problems back with behind that. school yeah not um, just FDA regulations hey, I have some pills here that look like ibuprofen sure um, and then uh, be manufactured under the same strict standards of FDA good manufacturing practice regulations required for innovator products so basically the only difference between generic ibuprofen or any other drug according to the FDA and the real one that you spend double the price for it, are the inactive ingredients. Hmm. That's the only difference that it could be, is the inactive ingredient. Which means uh, the part that doesn't affect you, I would assume. But I don't know. And Chris, you said some, you're allergic you to Motrin? Well, I had a, a bad reaction when I was in my late teens to Advil. And they said I was probably allergic to ibuprofen, mm-hmm. but it could have been one of the other active ingredients yes. in Advil. Yes. So therefore, the doctor told me, and I've been going on this for 20 years, is he told me not to take anything that has extra strength. Okay. Because he said we'd be forever trying to test you to figure right. out what you're actually allergic to. So 
I'm not supposed to take anything extra strength. So you can take ibuprofen, so, just not. Can't take ibuprofen because so what do you I do might. When you get a headache. Just Tylenol, so I could just, just sucks it up. Tylenol like a real man with acetaminophen. Grabs a straw. Right. Tylenol with acetaminophen is, is okay. what I can take, okay. or like the fake kind. My son know, Andrew so. is allergic to Motrin, ibuprofen, etc. He yeah. had a bad reaction yep. when he was a teen, when he was a preteen, yep. and uh, he actually carries an EpiPen because in sports, if he was getting knocked out, and they let's say they um, if he had uh, exposure to other types of synthetic. Uh, anti-inflammatory medicines he could have the same reaction we actually right. tried to get him tested here the tests were inconclusive so they went ahead and gave him an EpiPen and so just in case he carries an EpiPen yeah that's basically it with me too they, they, they said you know they would have a hard it's time it's not worth it. yeah it's yeah. almost impossible to totally diagnose it right. and they say it's just not worth it yeah. if you were in a doctor's care and they had to give you something they could observe you at least then they could also counteract it but it's not worth it they say yeah. so Anyway, well, hey, that's the fascinating discussion about ibuprofen. But, you know, we, we have some regular segments here, uh, even though the presenters might not be that regular. And I'm very curious about the new bumper music for this regular segment. It's Sebastian's Quiz. I'm just going to play the bumper music and then let Sebastian take it from here. So uh, this, is, this is a big moment for our listening audience because be epic. this is one of the favorite five to seven minutes of the week for some people. Yeah. I, I guarantee. I guarantee there's at least one person. This is their favorite, her favorite Ooh. five to seven minutes. So we have a little <laughs> little bumper song now to uh, lead it's us to, it's into. It's going to be epic. Okay. Epic. I'm ready. Because yeah, you guys are warriors. So this is like an epic Here song. Here we go. I, I hope this passes the music check. It's epic quiz time where everything is on the line. Yes, even the ibuprofen. With our regular contestants, Chris, Jared, and Lawrence, I'm your game show host, Mr. Bessel Dua. Today's quiz, Falling for Trivia. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there we go. I like it. That yeah. is epic. Oh, I love um, it. it. You know, I'll smooth it over. All right. That's great. So, we'll, it's we'll very see. epic. I, I feel either massive newsflash or where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I haven't decided oh, yeah. which one it sounds <laughs> yeah. more like. All right. And you don't even know what song it is because it just says Sebastian's music. That's right. That's right. So we can't even get credit to the people that probably sacrificed their whole lives to make this song. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, this quiz is not going to be too complicated because I had a hard time thinking of fall Autumn, questions. fall, Indian summer. Yes. What is an Indian summer, Jared? It is uh, just like a... Um, a summer Cowboy in summer, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. It's I know it's the, another term for the early fall, I believe. I think it's when you have a very hot day in the in the fall. Oh. Yeah, that's what just has been going on since September 21st. Yes, I've and heard it's been that. in the 90s in some states in the you know. In, yeah, in New Ohio England. I saw some people uh, swimming this week. Yes, yeah, it's crazy, oh. crazy. All right, well, let's get going with this quiz here. All right, I pulled this from very. Reliable sources on the internet. That's the only kind we use. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Question number one. The warmest state in the fall is usually A, California, B, Texas, C, Florida, or D, Louisiana. The warmest state in fall during fall The warmest state in the United States in the fall is Florida. 
Florida. I would say Texas. Texas. I'm going to say California. California. It's actually Florida. Good job, Chris. Wow. You get a point there. I'm good at this. Woo! Exclamation How point. I mean at Florida. wild guesses. I'm good at this. Yes. I'm good at wild yes. Well, I, I was like, is this like Hawaii? Or like, what about Hawaii? But I guess yeah, that they're Florida temperate. still beats out. But like Brownsville, Texas is it, so much farther south I know, right? than Florida, you would think. You would but think. then you have the the uh, below sea level Death Valley of California. Hmm. Interesting. I know. Okay. It is interesting, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't know if you were right or wrong anyway. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, number two, the coldest. I put stat, but it's state. Okay. The coldest state. Thank in- you for being honest about your spelling <laughs> uh, no. errors yeah. on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the coldest state during the fall time is usually. So we went from hottest to coldest now. Is usually A, Maine, B, Vermont, C, Alaska, or D, Washington. Well, I've been in Alaska and Washington in the fall. It's definitely much colder in Alaska than it is in Washington. So I'm going to go with Alaska since I will also I actually go have with some Alaska. knowledge about that. Yes, I, firsthand. You know? Yes. Yeah, rather than a wild, wild guess. guess. Yeah. I'll just go with Maine to keep there being some competition here. Wow, Lawrence. Thank you for keeping the competition. Welcome. It goes to Alaska. <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, nice. Chris and Jared. But thank you, Lawrence. I'll sacrifice my point. Yes. <laughs> Next question. Such a giver. I try not to do too many that are like number questions, but we appreciate that. Couldn't avoid this one. So, one gallon of apple cider takes about how many individual apples to make? Whoa. A twenty, B forty, C seventy five, or D one hundred. Forty. Forte. For a gallon. For a gallon. Seventy five. Seventy five. Yeah, it's one of those. Two. I'm going to go 75. It's 40, Chris. You Chris, like you're right dominating. How did you know that? I'm you good are. at wild guesses. Yes. Oh, you were like so confident. Well, you have autumn, autumn in your blood. <laughs> wow. You're just an autumnal radio station manager. <laughs> okay. That's a compliment. Is it? Yeah. Next right. question. Here we go. The heaviest pumpkin to ever be grown was oh. over 2,000 pounds. True or false? It's a ton. I think it's got to be true. Yeah, I think it's true. Or maybe I think you you think that. Mm. Well, I talked about the largest pumpkins in the world last year about this time. And I remember seeing they had to forklift it. I know that. And they put them on pallets because they're so big. I don't remember it being over one ton, though. It seems like it was over 1,000 or 1,200 pounds. I would say false. I'm going to go with false. Chris gets it again. Lawrence, what? don't follow me. I'm I'm <laughs> headed down the path of destruction on I this. Thought, oh, I'm, I, I'm I ahead of you. No what are you talking about? You've at least gone with Alaska. Well, I did go with um, Alaska. Um, it's um, 2,624 pounds by Matthias Willemjens of Belgium. What? That's okay. all I know. Yes. What? All our, What's his name? All our, yes. all our Belgiumites are our, very offended Our Belgian right listeners. Yeah, our uh, our francophone are, are listeners. Yes, yes. Are what, what are Bel? Are they Belgish? What are they? They're Belgian. Oh yeah, They're Belgian. That's what it is. I can't remember. Like a sorry. Belgian waffle. Are they Belgish? I'm sorry. No, Belgish. Come on, man. I couldn't remember. You have offended They're, every last yeah. Belgian. They like to be called got. Belskis, actually. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Belski? All right, mm-hmm. let's move on. <laughs> Question number five. Prior to the 16th century, what was autumn referred to as? Fall. Harvest. It had no name. 
or Days of Reaping. Harvest. It had no name. Days of Reaping. Harvest. <laughs> I made up the Days of Reaping. Doesn't that sound awesome? <laughs> that, that, sounds, that sounds epic. Days of Reaping. Yeah. Sounds like one that days wouldn't be right, and that's the streak I'm yeah. running yeah. for. Yep. Hey, Could you come visit that. us uh, in the Days of Reaping? No, I hate that time. It's always so scary. Yeah, but I'll be <laughs> out there Running around with sickles and things. I'm sorry, that is the Days of Reaping. Days of Reaping. Oh, man. I think we should just call it Days of Reaping now. Okay, so that is what I have. Chris, a perfect score. Well, what? That's rare. Congrats. You know what you what? get? A free drink from the hub yep <laughs> that's what we're gonna give you, you today to what it is, so let's let's <laughs> let's use sebastian's song as also an outro song because that was an epic quiz and it is an epic song an epic song for an epic quiz epic guy having an epic day we're gonna take an epic break right now when we come back hopefully we'll be talking about what's in my coffee as well as uh, a little this day in history with lawrence and guys stick around this is episode 233 233 on this Friday, September 29th. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. The topic of the day fall, autumn, Indian summer on this Friday, September 29th, 3:34 p.m. here at the KHMD studios. More live till 5 after this short break. back with a little more live till five we're really back i said it two times before that but the listening audience didn't hear because i had accidentally unplugged my microphone again we need a a little sign that says do not touch jared do you want to know what we do in the biz what do you do in the biz what you do is you put you put this up higher okay and then you bring the microphone down to your mouth all right that way you don't have any problems there you go with the oh yeah see what i'm saying oh yeah and it's better microphone technique because your breath usually if you if you have it angled down your breath goes past the mic rather than straight into the mic i got it see what i mean there yes this is great i am now my chin you're in the biz tilted up yeah this is i want to do it the right way you would think after 233 times I would have learned this, but, you know, I'm a slow learner. So every once in a while I have to move it out of the way so I can read oh, what's yeah. on the screen. Yeah. But, you know, I can also just move my head. I don't have to move the microphone. But then when I turn around and talk to Lawrence, of course, I need to turn it this way a little bit like this. And then I need to kind of keep my head up like this. Well, I might need a chiropractic treatment after... See, yeah, that's true. I don't move much when I'm doing it, so you're moving. There you go. Yeah, and it, and it definitely. You're right. I, I'm definitely ruining your system. A, I'm enjoying yeah, taking this in. Right there you go. This All is right. a lot of fun. Okay. For <laughs> the people at home, they want to know what happens behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. The premium this listeners. Is, the premium listeners Mike, who have paid for the subscription. Mike positioning 101. Here. Yes, it's very important. You get a half credit if you if you yeah. stay tuned for the full two hours. <laughs> so it's all you homeschoolers out there. There's going to be a quiz. Okay. All right. Take well, notes. Lawrence, uh, let me just say, you look awful. I know. I feel it. Yeah. You're sunburned? Yes. Um, you have highlights and lowlights in your hair? I do. 
Um, what what happened? I'm, I'm pretty weary. Well, uh, since Tuesday, we've been running the old Spirit Week, as we've done past number of years. And uh, and we had a great week. We really did. Uh, Brother Jeff Gerber was out here from Colorado, and uh, he's a pastor there and works with uh, the youth and also the sports teams in his city. And so he was very, um, very, very, he's the right guy. He was very good all week. But the other parts that I uh, help with were the sort of the schedule of the week, but also the games, which is where I come by getting this extremely bright red nose and forehead and neck. And um, even the part and colic in my hair are a bit sunburnt as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we played we played Ultimate Frisbee today. And so I ran that outdoor game once in the morning, once in the afternoon. And that's why I spent so much time today. And then uh, Wednesday we were out there with a soccer and volleyball tournament out in the soccer field. And I was out there for that as well. So wow. a couple of days in the sun will do it to you here on Guam. Very hot and a uh, little breezy. But... Um, Great week. You survived? Really great week. We was, did. We yeah. did. The teachers were great. They Kids seemed to have a great time. I think so. The Rangers won. Uh, our theme this week was Special Forces, and so we had Delta Force and uh, the Rangers and Green Beret and Navy SEALs. I like the so, uh, dry fit camo shirts, yeah, yeah. all different colors with the American the flag on the left well. arm. Yeah. The kids liked them, and, uh, and, they, and they wore them. I mean, most of the kids were in them all week. I hope they. I don't know if they're washed every night, but probably close. Yeah, hopefully. And um, dry fit clothes so never finished. stink. Oh, they stink the worst, man. They soak up everything. I mean, it was like Tuesday morning. I was like, "Whoa, boy, this ain't gonna make it all week." But um, <laughs> you should get a. You know, if you're the game leader, you should get a different one for every day. Yeah, put that's that a in good the budget. Idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, and then so, you don't have to do laundry till the Saturday. Yeah, you you know that's right. That's what I got to do tomorrow. Actually, I yeah. got to do a little master's work, that's do a right. little sleeping because yep. I've been short on that, and uh, and we'll go from there. So, right. Sleeping, sure. yeah. So uh, since uh, that long intro, yeah, that which, was a little probably longer which than was, you wanted. No, 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 no. I, you got to let it all out. Sometimes I guess this, I we're to here explain for you. This is you like say, radio You look therapy. awful. I <laughs> need to have some sort of explanation for. <laughs> Did I really why? say it like that? Well, I yeah, thought it was I more think, like you look awful, like. I feel so bad. Are you okay? Well, I thought that's how I, I said it. I hear it that way. How, what did it actually sound like? Because in just, my head, you it look was awful. Just, you look awful. <laughs> Tell us about it. So I did. So it's not only do we play What's in My Coffee, but what does Lawrence look like? Yeah. You know, that's a yeah. new segment. What does Lawrence look like? <laughs> Friday afternoon, it could be anything, but this oh. one's extra, extra special, yes, let me it, tell you. Oh, boy. Well, so, great week, though. I'm glad awesome. the kids had an enjoyable time, and we'll get back in the saddle Monday morning with, with school. So... Yeah, and then back to normal, normal yeah, life. Normalcy, whatever that is. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what we all need? A little liquid refreshment provided by The Hub. Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Bookstore, the best little coffee shop on Guam, for offering an endless variety of coffees, teas, baked goods, Christian music, books, gifts, and a number of other things down there. Beautifully remodeled, by the way, down there. I like it a lot. I go there every day. They expanded added like eight more seats maybe more than eight with the benches there and uh it actually looks roomier it the does. way they did it yeah i agree i really like it and it's a it's a great place to meet with people and i'd encourage you there's still 15 minutes if you're listening to the live broadcast because it's 3:45 on this friday september 29th they're open until 4 p.m and i'm sure if you got there at 401 they'd probably let you in you know yeah just saying they're really nice people down there so let's play a little what's in my coffee now sebastian 
you have inside information on this. I do. So do we'll describe it okay. to people, and then we'll, you know, they'll be able to figure it out. Well, let's just go ahead and say, what, it, what are we all drinking here, Sebastian? Well, I wrote on my cup to nonchalantly tell you that mm-hmm. it is all apple cider. Okay, so we're all oh. drinking apple cider. Hey, you know what? Hold on. Keep talking. Fill the space. And Fill apple space. cider is really good. I love apple cider. Hot apple cider is even better. Well, did have we talked about what this is? I think we talked is, about it being the yes. concentrate from Vermont, right? Well, did you know that tomorrow is National Hot Mold Cider Day? What's what? mold cider? I don't know. Let's let's assume it's very much like apple cider. It's I know it's an apple cider drink. I think it's apple cider with spices. Like mold? Well, yeah, but yeah, mold. Maybe <laughs> mold doesn't make it sound too <laughs> no, attractive. No, mold. Not mold. 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 It's mold oh, cider. Yeah, spell that mm, on the radio. That's tasty. People won't understand. Yeah. It's in the discount I was thinking section. Mold. I was like, specific. is it tickle it was, your lip as you yeah. drink it? It you was know, just a nice little. It was apple cider a month ago. Now it's mold. Mold cider. apple cider. Yes. Yeah, I about looked that up, but I guess we'll roll with um, M-U-L-D. Mold. 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 Like mulling something over. Like mold. Like you put yeah, mold you spices. I got you. I yes, gotcha. and I believe that's what we're drinking, and that's tomorrow's celebration. Wow. No wonder we have all four drinks of apple cider today. And Are you I, sure about how that? How could we do I anything else? I am sure. No, mold cider Because he's, is... he's drinking coffee over there, apparently. Well, you describe what it tastes like, Chris. By the time it gets I, around I mean, to me, I will have a working definition it's, from it's... Quora.com, uh, <laughs> which is our go-to source for facts. All oh, it, it's not our, as the station manager, I can <laughs> say that it's not our go-to source. It is two hours a week plus the rebroadcast. Right. Well. <laughs> Six hours a week. That's, that's another... Story. It's another altogether. matter. Yeah, that's another matter. Uh, cider. I haven't taken a drink of this because it's very it hot. It is hot. So, but I know what this tastes. It's like. not alcoholic, by the way. Mold cider because okay, yeah, the because they can't um, they can't serve alcohol hot. Does you know? Just so you know, just random drink. Knowledge. Sweet cider heated with spices and citrus fruit, unfermented. There you go. But this, but this isn't that. You said that's what this is. Well, it's very similar. And tomorrow oh, is Mold okay. Cider Day, so I'm just I trying to the next build step. a bridge between segments. Because okay. sometimes uh, the segments seem really disjointed, but actually there is a reason for everything. There's a thread. <laughs> there is a thread. Runs through all of this. This, this is, is the, the one time the day of the year yes, worked out with our right. drinks. There, We're making a yes, big deal. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. what's happening. I'll tell you yeah. what. Well, it's a lot better than when it was National Rabbit Day, let me tell you, because those drinks didn't taste nearly as good. Oh, anyway. Terrible. This <laughs> is this. I haven't taken a drink of this particular cup. But I love this stuff. I mean, yes. sight unseen. It's fantastic. And they put a little no. drizzle of caramel in there. Oh, oh man, I'm telling so you, what. delicious. The drizzle you makes. You can't. The, here's the problem with this drizzle. drink: is that you just say to yourself, "I'm going to go get this every day yeah. for the rest of my life." You want and that? You can't. You just can't do it. It's not <laughs> no. right. No. Well, <laughs> so, I started that trend so. and made it one day, and I replaced my coffee with it. And by 9:30, I was I was sleepy. Oh, said, okay. oh, your blood sugar the American dips yeah. after yeah. you get a spike, which is going to happen about 4, 11, 4, 12 p.m. for me. Look and then you. by 5 p.m. at the end of the show, 23 minute. It'll, I'll <laughs> sound like Dr. Doug McLaughlin by the end of the show. <laughs> it's really it, slow talking. <laughs> That's deep. Anyway. Well, th- this has, what this has is it has the warmness, the creaminess. And the little tang, yes, that is the exact. It's it's the right amount of each of those things, and they're not perfectly even. Hmm. No, it's just the right amount of each. So I'm not particularly eloquent on these drinks, but this you one, you've nailed it there. I I love this one. This drink is awesome. I'm submitting you 
for an Edward R. Muro's <laughs> Muro's award for your description of the cider. Yes. Which might or might not be mold. There you go. Sebastian, how would you describe yours? Knowing uh, it's exactly the same as Chris's, but your yes. experience might be different. Well, mine is different in the sense that I have writing on it because I didn't know what else to write on mm-hmm. to tell you this important information. Um, it, but it does taste like apple solder. So- solder. Solder. Mm. Oh, now that would <laughs> oh. be <That's> sparkling. <laughs> wow. Apple solder. Uh, sorry, yeah. I, mean, mm. I, th- I do that sometimes with the words I speak. Likes that. Good thing you work in the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if if apple cider was a song, uh, what would it? What would the lyrics be, Sebastian? If um, uh, I'm not good at coming up with stuff on the spot. <laughs> no, you sure are. Come uh, on, don't apple sell yourself short. Delicious. Drink. There's someone apple rooting cider for you. Was a song. Yeah, if just, apple cider was a song, what would the lyrics be? I, all that's coming to mind is Itsy Bitsy Spider, and I have to rhyme The Itsy Bitsy uh, Cider? Apple cider. The, um, Sitting there beside her. It. <laughs> See? Tasty as can be. There you go. Hey, you know what? Thousands of children listening to this show are singing the Itsy Bitsy Cider now. So Itsy good job. Bitsy that's cider. good. There you go. All right. Now, Lawrence. <laughs> I can only imagine this isn't going to go anywhere better. <laughs> yeah. So create um, a song. How does it feel when you spill it on your clothing? Well, besides the fact that it may stain a bit, that's mm-hmm. discouraging because beyond the wash, it won't look right. Mm-hmm. Um, it being hot would 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 sting a little. Mm-hmm. Would, would burn yes. even. Yep. And um, so the whole the whole situation would be a bit of a misfortune, yeah. especially if you're wearing Both. that white leisure suit you always wear. Yeah, the white leisure suit. I said suit. it wrong too. It's okay. I know it's okay. <laughs> this. I love you. You're asking cider. me to be impromptu <laughs> Apple solder. On Friday <laughs> when I look awful. Leisure schlutz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. So, wow. yeah, wow. I, I, I just, it'd be an all-in-all horrific experience. Yeah, yeah what a waste. For, for what a present waste. and future. Well, the cider's a terrible thing On top thing of that, to you'd lose, yeah, you'd lose the cider. Yeah. Right, which is probably the greatest okay. travesty of them all. I don't mind burning myself to get cider. Wow. I love but that not word. We are, we are well down. The uh, rabbit trail with yeah, this drink. The, the well-worn path. So me, I'm going to describe this drink. If this drink was a uh, motorcycle, mm. it would be just a, an amazingly fast, powerful motorcycle that revs loudly and takes you where you want to go so fast. And when you get off it, you're like, I just want to ride that again. That's no, what this drink is like. I don't see here it revving loudly. I really? it's a smooth you think it running. Purrs? It's a smooth it's more running of a, motorcycle. Um, right. You think so? More of yes. a purr? Yeah, okay. it's more see? of a, a um yeah. It's a real uh, a little hum. It's it's a warm ride with, with a, a chilly bite to your nose. Mm. Is there kind you of what go. you have going on there. Nice. There okay. Yeah. Uh, with these descriptions, there's no way in the world. <laughs> People aren't turning around to head back to the hub right yeah. now. I gotta get that right. At least I need that motorcycle drink. If you really drink. like it, ask for <laughs> the, the old one double like pump the, of caramel. There you go. Eight minutes. The itsy bitsy <laughs> cider song. Okay, so now uh, as we uh, finish up the next seven minutes of this show in the first hour, you are listening to Live Till Five. It is episode two thirty three, and it is Friday, September 29th, three fifty three p.m. And it is time for this day in history with Lawrence Nangast. This guy. Let me just tell you folks, they're just starting to listen right now. <laughs> Lawrence is a unique character. He is he's a musician. He's a basketball star. He plays a little golf on the side when his wife lets him. He's a decent 
cook, and he also uh, is pretty quick on his feet, and he's really good with history stuff. So, Lawrence, yeah. take it away. So September 29th. That, that long, drawn, drawn out apology of, <laughs> of the you look awful. Right, you look awful. So, I'll take We're even. We're good. Um, okay, I'll just walk through a few things. And he things. doesn't normally look awful. Yeah, I, I don't try, at least, uh, you know. Just Anyways. today is a unique exception. Today I got beat up by the sun pretty good. 60, uh, 61 BC, Pompey the Great celebrates his third triumph for victories over the pirates and the end of the Mithridatic Wars and his 45th birthday. This guy uh, is one of the triumvirates uh, of the first group. The other two, does it, anybody know the other two triumvirates of Rome in the 60s? Triumvirates? Is Triumphant. A, triumphant? I've is never the heard group. Of that. I don't know uh, what that okay, is. all right. There's there was three, and it happened twice actually. In this group, you had Pompey the Great, you had Crassus, and you had Julius Caesar. Mm. And Julius Caesar will end up winning over the other two because he had the vote of the people. Crassus had the money, and Pompey was the best general. But because of the love of the people, Caesar comes in. But then you had some men that didn't really like him, which is why he will be later killed. Brutus, and that yes, Brutus and his, the Brute. men. And that's the Ides of March, March 15th, that whole thing. Then you have another one happen um, where you have three gentlemen. And I can't remember the one, the one. Oh, um, no, I can't. because And the reason I can't, just to prove the point, is he's the one of the three guys that nobody knows in the second triumvirate. The other two guys are Mark Antony and Octavian. Mm. So everybody remembers those guys. Right. But then the third guy, his name starts with an L, and I can't remember it. Actually, I'll look it up and tell you after the top of the hour. Maybe right. it's Louis. Yeah, maybe Louis. Louis the Sixteenth. Yeah. Um, but little, anyways, Little Caesar. Yeah, so, Little Caesar. So, little Caesar. Right. A little, uh, little Roman history there. Um, just you know, for fun. Fascinating. Uh, eighteen twenty-nine. The first units of the London Metropolitan Police appear on the streets of the British capital. So the British police force is kind of uh, an unarmed constabulary, by the way. Yeah. 1916, American oil tycoon John D. Rockefeller becomes the first world's billionaire or the world's first billionaire. You think about that 1916, a billion dollars. Um, it's an immense amount of money now. And back then, it could have pretty much bought you anything. But I believe still, he made his money on Standard Oil Company. I he, he did. He did. And uh, he is, I also believe, the one guy on his on his deathbed that said one more dollar. You know, if you could have anything in the world, what would you want? And he said, uh, just That's another sad. dollar. That's sad. And he had a billion of them in 1916. Uh, 1940, first U.S. merchant ship, Booker T. Washington, commanded by a black captain, launched at Wilmington, Delaware. So this is um, the, the famous uh, educator in uh, the South there and worked... Um, he was, he was just a ma major educator for that time period when things were evolving in education uh, a while ago. Chris, you have something to interject? Yes, go ahead. Uh, so it was Octavian, Mark Antony, and Marcus Aemilius Lepidus. Lepidus, that's it. And they are triumvirates is what it says yeah. here. Yeah. And then the, the, what you were saying is that as individuals or whatever, they're triumvirate. Triumvir, I guess is what it triumvir. says. Triumvir hmm. and the triumvirate. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. I yeah, never, so it happened twice, and it never really happened again with a whole lot of other leaders. Most of the time you have one, but they had three. That, And the reason they have it is a different group in Rome supported one of the different guys. So mm. the one of the guys had money. 
one of the guys had the government and one of the guys had the people. And oh. that's usually how the three of them got their power. Oh, I see. I and so see. they fought pretty much to the death. Uh, so the the winning of Octavian, who ends up becoming the first emperor, is is he chased Mark Antony all the way into Greece, and that's where he and Cleopatra escaped together, and they went off and committed suicide, wow. which left uh, Mar- um, Octavian to go back and establish rule. He's also the reason uh, there was such great peace for a while. He was the emperor during Christ's birth, and uh, in Rome, and um, so, anyways, and he started the whole five emperor line, Nero's relative. Um, Things like that. You know a lot about this stuff. It's probably some of my favorite. Uh, it's uh, one of my favorite periods to study. In fact, I'm teaching HBBC World History this year, and we're going to get into Greece this upcoming week, and then Rome probably the week or two after that. Awesome, um, great. So they're fun, fun studies. Uh, last thing, I'll just go with a positive thing today. Good, I appreciate a, that. A recent positive uh, ending here before we get to the commercial break or the thing there. Um, you know, and it's always hard. <laughs> it's never easy in this program that I use. Um, to to find something a decently can positive. you narrow it down to um, Indo Chinese uh, ethnic you cultural know that would history? Make it really easy uh, if it had so much of that from the fifth uh, Qing dynasty. <laughs> we have Hurricane Juan makes landfall in Nova Scotia, uh, which doesn't get a whole <laughs> lot of tragic. Uh, it is especially in the time frame we're talking about these things. But honestly, oh, uh, 2004, the asteroid four four thousand one hundred seventy nine to passes within four lunar distances of the Earth. Because everybody okay. knows what a four lunar distance is. Yes. I'm guessing it's four, four times, times the moon's yeah, distance. Yeah, sure. So there's an asteroid. We were supposed to, last Saturday, have a massive asteroid thing chip off part of Jupiter and right. come and hit the Earth. But right. I guess it didn't happen. So here we Not are. Not that I'm aware of. 233 episodes later. <laughs> yeah. Still here. Hey, we're... Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. I mean, if it happened, it happened while I was asleep. Yeah, so. probably. All right. Well, guys, thank you. And thank you, listeners, for staying tuned for this first hour. We have a lot more Live Till 5, a whole second hour coming up in just a few minutes after the SRN News. You're listening to Live Till 5 on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Stick around for a short break and then more Live Till 5. with the second hour of Live Till 5. It's 4.04 p.m. on this Friday, September 29th. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. Episode 233 as I sit here sipping on my hot apple cider from the hub. Excuse me for one second. Ah, that is so good. You probably wish you were me right now. And uh, you can stop by the hub and get hot apple cider anytime during this season. It is the fall season, and that's the fall drink. Totally worth it. I encourage you to swing by there and see Jeremy, Megan, Kayla, Brittany, Sonny, everyone else that works down there. Nicest coffee shop crew on the planet. And I would, I would actually put them up against any coffee shop team anywhere in the world as far as niceness goes. They are the nicest, guaranteed. You can go by and tell them I said that. Now... Speaking of nice, before I get into our idioms and the buck stops here, which are two of our regular segments, 
I came across a very interesting article. This is about Highlights Magazine. Now, did you ever look at Highlights Magazine? This is not a, a hair coloring magazine. This is a magazine for children. And it goes way back, like decades, like 50 years or more. And usually these are in nicer doctor's offices and dentist's office in the States where they know there's going to be children sitting out in the lobby. And they work really well in doctor's and dentist's office because there's a bunch of little little sections in there of little like games. And um, it was the magazine where I first remember seeing they'd have two pictures side by side and you had to figure out what was the difference between the two picture, you know, find the differences and things, all kinds of word games, short stories, funny little short stories. And there's one regular segment, I guess you could say, in Highlights Magazine called Goofus and Gallant. Goofus and Gallant. This article came out about a month ago, a little over a month ago. For well over 60 years, the pre-adolescent readers of Highlights for Children magazine have gotten regular lessons in morality from Goofus and Gallant, a pair of kids of intermediate age and relation who uh, uh, basically have all kinds of little adventures, and one of them always handles it in the way a little gentleman would handle it, and one handles it in the way someone that's being disobedient or hard to deal with would handle it. And so maybe you remember Highlights Magazine, and inside Highlights Magazine there was always this section, Goofus and Gallant. Sometimes it's just a little little square. So um, here are some facts from Highlights Magazine about the history of Goofus and Gallant. First off, in the day, 60 years ago, uh, Goofus and Gallant were elves. So they weren't normal little children. They were elves. And uh, they were called the G-Twins in the Children's Activities uh, magazine. And they were depicted as fanciful little creatures with pointed ears and curly toes. So, um, so... They start when the Highlights magazine started for six to 12 year old readers in 1946. They were eventually able to acquire the rights to the comic strip Goofus and Gallant, and then that's when they morphed from elves into regular children. Next, Goofus and Gallant may be based on real kids. Highlights turned into a family enterprise when the Myers children and grandchildren having its hand in the publication. 1995, Kent Brown Jr., the Myers grandson, told the Los Angeles Times that he was the inspiration for Goofus and his cousin, Gary, was the model for Gallant. There you go. Now, the cousin who was supposedly the inspiration for Gallant denies that. One artist drew the strip for 32 straight years. Marion Hole Hamill, illustrator, drew their adventures and misadventures, taking them from the elfin creatures to the early days of the human boys in the 1950s and beyond. Hamill wound up drawing for 32 years. Sidney Quinn took over when she retired and worked through 1995. Currently, the artist is Leslie Harrington, working on it since 2006. Gallant gets hate mail. So... Basically, some people write to Highlights Magazine complaining about Gallant and the way he handles things. Because basically, he is more soft-spoken, gentle. He is a kind person, a kind child. Goofus is the more brash, uh, you know, basically jumps right into things. And so some children actually relate better to Goofus than to Gallant. 
Uh, but Goofus, although he's reckless, he's not a sociopath. Um, he has been known to play with fire, be unkind to peers, vandalize school books. Um, and basically, the the writers of Goofus and Gallant basically have said, well, he does feel remorse for what he does. So, also, by the way, did you know that uh, in 2006, the 60th anniversary uh, of Highlights Magazine, they sent out their one billionth copy of the magazine? When they first started, it was 20,000 copies, the first issue, and now it's 2.6 million readers a month. Uh, one editor's theory uh, blows your mind. Basically, um, the whole the whole story behind Goofus and Gallant is a moral play, basically. And the highlights editors wanted to make sure that uh, parents had uh, had the opportunity to take these moral stories and teach their children. So the possibility of this one theory that's been proposed was asked to the editor of Highlights Magazine because um, they basically, someone proposed that Goofus and Gallant uh, were not twins. Um, they were s- simply two unrelated boys. So, because sometimes it seems like they have different parents. But basically, um, in April 2016, they made a break- uh, breakthrough in their respective panels by pranking each other on April Fool's Day which they could not have done if they were the same child. Basically, some people were proposing Goofus and Gallant are the same child. Some people were proposing they are not even related. Others were saying they were twins. Basically, they are children from different parents, and they are not the same child. Anyway, so Goofus and Gallant. For those of you who ever looked at Highlights Magazine, maybe you kind of remember back in the the uh, memory banks there, looking through one of those magazines, flipping through one when you were sitting at a doctor's office. I do. It was great. Now for one of my favorite segments. It's called The Buck Stops Here. Words of wisdom from the desks of many a successful person by the book compiled by Horace Martin Woodhouse. Today, two words on this person's desk. The words, I'm responsible. Lawyer, prosecutor, businessman, and politician. Rudolph Giuliani served two terms as the mayor of New York City, credited with initiating improvements to the city's quality of life with a dramatic reduction in crime. His period as mayor also saw allegations of civil rights abuses and other police misconduct. There were police shootings of unarmed suspects, scandals surrounding all kinds of different things that happened there in New York. However, Giuliani gained international attention during and after September 11th. In 2001, Time Magazine named him Person of the Year, and he received the honorary knighthood from Queen Elizabeth II. And Rudolph Giuliani, the two words on his desk, I'm responsible. I'm responsible. And that is The Buck Stops Here. I love that segment. And now that I'm drinking hot apple cider on a Friday afternoon in Guam, the whole studio feels like the temperature has gone up 10 degrees. Thank you to our friends at the Hub, because it is warm in here. (laughs) Anyway, hey, let's talk about a few idioms. 
Idioms are different figures of speech, phrases, things like that. And this comes from the Scholastic Dictionary on Idioms by Marvin Turban. The book provided by PC, one of our avid listeners and a idiom lover. Idioms are these phrases where you might not know exactly what they mean or you might not know their origin, but you do know that they mean they have a certain meaning that's implied when you say it. For example, have you ever heard someone say the whole kit and caboodle? For over 100 years, Americans have been using this funny-sounding expression. People were talking about the whole kit in the late 1700s and the whole boodle. In the 1800s, kit means a set of things like a tool kit or sewing kit. Boodle, or boidle, was a Dutch word and meant a collection of objects, sort of like a kit. Then some clever person combined them into the whole kit and boodle, which meant 100% of everything. But Americans like alliteration where words start with the same consonant sound, so an even cleverer person changed it to the whole kit and boodle, from whole kit and boodle to whole kit and caboodle. There you go. It means everything, nothing left out, the whole lot. How about wild goose chase? You ever been on one of those? William Shakespeare used this famous phrase in his play Romeo and Juliet, and it's been widely used since at least 1600. Practically impossible to catch a wild goose. It's like trying to capture a greased pig or find a needle in a haystack, for example. It also may refer to a kind of horse race in which each horse had to follow an erratic course of the leader. Such a race looks like a wi- like wild geese following the leader in formation. Useless or hopeless search is a wild goose chase. How about this? With flying colors. What do you usually think of when you think of with flying colors? Probably graduation. Sometimes a naval ship or other vessels will sail into port with many colorful flags. It's colors. Gloriously flying from the mass with a thrilling, what a thrilling sight. That image was extended to describe people who've done something marvelous and spectacularly successful. It means with ease or great success in triumph with flying colors. I've heard people say they graduated with, with flying colors, with honors, you know. Without batting an eyelash. To bat an eye was a way of saying blink in the early 1900s when this phrase first appeared. Usually a person who sees, hears, or experiences something unusual, scary, or fantastic will show some feeling, at least blink. If that person is so calm and collected that he or she doesn't even bat an eyelash, there's no outward show of emotion at all. It means without showing emotion or interest, impassive, which is without batting an eyelash. Here's two more. A wolf in sheep's clothing. The idea behind the saying appears in one of Aesop's fables and in the New Testament, Matthew 7:15. When most people think of a wolf, they think of a dangerous animal. A sheep is thought is to be the friendliest, gentlest animal you know, in creation, pretty much. So if a wicked wolf wants to fool people about thinking he was a nice guy, he might disguise himself in a sheep's costume. Someone who appears to be harmless but is really dangerous is a wolf in sheep's clothing. And finally, word of mouth. If people see something they like or don't like, such as a movie, TV show, play, or book, and they tell all their friends about it, the news is being spread by, quote-unquote, word of mouth. Instead, by, instead of by television commercials, newspapers, advertising, billboards, etc., etc., word of mouth means by one person telling another person by speaking rather than writing. And that is a whole lot of idioms. Hopefully you enjoy those. I know I always do. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, i got Chris Harper here with the news to share with you what's happening in the world today. It is Friday, September 29th, 4.17 p.m., My name's Jared Baldwin. I am the host of Live Till 5, episode 233. Stick around for more Live Till 5 after this. Dark and the troubled side of life. There's a 
Back with a little more live till 5. It's 4.22 p.m. on this Friday, September 29th. Broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters right here in Barragata, Guam. Harvest Family Radio, 88.1 FM. has been on the air for 21 and a half years. This show has been on the air for 233 episodes, one a week, every Friday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. We hope that you enjoy it. If you ever miss part of the show, you can tune in noon to 2 on Saturdays, 7 to 9 p.m. Sunday nights on 88.1 FM. You can listen to the live stream on khmg.org. You can even download the podcast there. So a lot of different ways to tune in. And I encourage you to go to khmg.org and find some of the other really great quality programs that we produce here at Harvest Family Radio, including but not limited to Building Great Leaders with Dr. Les Olala, Living Redemptively with Dr. Douglas McLaughlin, Take Note with Chris Harper and a variety of guest messages he puts in there. Harvest Echoes, which are different classic messages that have been preached here at Harvest. Harvest Harvest Time. And then we even have Heart of Harvest and Heart of Harvest Asia that we produce here at Harvest. And uh, just a great, great library of programs. And you can also go to that website, khmg.org, and you can look for messages based on topic, speaker, uh, Bible passage. So they're indexing all this huge library of, of programs, and I encourage you to go and check it out and download the messages that, that you think will fit the need that you have and uh, avail yourself of that great resource. Chris and the team up here put a lot of work into that. Now, speaking of Chris Harper, all-around good guy and station manager, also someone that loves hot apple cider, Yes. I remember we had a conversation six months ago all about what does it mean to be nonplussed. And I defined you as a, I guess I identified you. I can't define you. You define yourself. I identified you as a nonplussed person. You don't get that excited or jazzed about stuff. But I have seen an unusual, you know, aura come over you when the hot apple cider is brought out. Yeah. You like hot apple cider. I do. It's a real treat. I would not drink this all the time. But it's like well, then it wouldn't major, be a treat anymore. A major you know? treat, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. great. So. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pleasant surprise on a Friday afternoon. That's what it is. And uh, this Friday, September 29th, four twenty four p.m. Chris, what's happening in the news? Well, the Pentagon has appointed a senior general to oversee military relief operations in hurricane ravaged Puerto Rico, even as President Donald Trump's administration faced calls from lawmakers for a more robust response to the disaster. The U.S. territory of 3.4 million people is reeling from Hurricane Maria, which struck on September 20th as the most powerful storm to hit the island in nearly 90 years. It's caused widespread flooding, completely cut off power, damaged home, homes, uh, roads, and other infrastructure as well. One year after the state of South Australia suffered a major blackout, construction has started on the building of the world's biggest battery to help keep the lights on 
in Australia's most wind-dependent state. Now, Tesla won the bid in July to build a 129-megawatt-hour battery, and the state is counting on it to be ready by the start of the southern summer in December when electricity demand begins to uh, to peak. Analysts have estimated the battery, which has been tied to a wind farm, should cost about $750 to $950 per kilowatt, or up to $95 million. Yosemite National Park crews have rerouted roads around the base of the towering El Capitan granite formation after a series of at least eight rockfalls over two days killed one man and injured two other people. The latest slide, which took place Thursday afternoon, was the largest yet and injured one person uh, who was airlifted from Yosemite Valley to a local hospital. Then on Wednesday, there were seven known rock falls from El Capitan, the first of which brought some 1,300 tons of granite down onto a popular hiking trail, killing a British climber and badly injuring his wife. China has stepped up pressure on automakers to accelerate development of electric cars by raising its first-year target for production quotas, but they have delayed their rollout, which was going to be in 2018 and now will be in 2019. The announcement is the latest step in an aggressive plan to make China the leader in electric car technology. Now, communist leaders see this as a way to clean up China's smog-choked cities and to create a profitable industry. Electrics will make up at least 10% of each automaker's output and up to or up from 8% in the earlier proposal. So instead of being at 8, they're up to 10 now. And those that fail to meet their targets can buy credits from competitors that do. The launch was postponed from next year until 2019, but it sounds like there's going to be a lot of electric cars in China mm. in future days. Interesting. I'll, I'll be curious to see how that actually turns out because the electric car industry has been fraught with difficulty. I think there was a documentary came out a few years ago, Who Killed the Electric Car? It was all about how there was a big push for electric cars a number of years ago. And yeah. then I can't remember if the conclusion was that it was the lobbyists or if it was the oil industry. Someone, there was some kind of collusion or conspiracy to basically not have the electric car market proceed forward yeah. a decade ago. With that being said, the hybrid cars have done very well. Yes. Um, but uh, so that it's a step in a, in a good direction from a from a saving uh, money standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, from a saving the amount of gas you're using. Yep. So the hybrids, and the hybrids are apparently very good vehicles as well. Yeah. So Yeah, well, in China, their their pollution problem is so severe. Yeah. We have family over there that they actually have to, like, cancel things because of the smog in the industrialized cities and stuff like that. So anything they can do to help with pollution like that, I'm sure, will be a good thing. So... Now, Chris, I want to share some stats with you since you are a cider aficionado. This is from Statista, which is a reliable source of information. Not that others haven't, but cider um, made from apples, okay? Now, 
it has it can have a 1.2 to 8.5 percent of alcohol uh which the the beverage in the states would be considered hard cider if it has a high form of alcohol but cider sales 769 million uh in u.s dollars uh let's see here oh you know what all these stats are only the hard cider stats doesn't tell you that at the beginning. U.S. cider industry, they equate U.S. cider with hard cider. So I'm not even going to share those stats because they don't matter. I was hoping for some just general cider, some, you know, tasty cider like what we're drinking, not that kind of stuff. Don't no. drink that, folks. It's not good. No, no, no. It's and not I, good for you. I am a little shocked that it's that high for hard cider, though, to yeah. be honest. I don't, I mean... You'll see in the the liquor section or whatever. I don't really see that. Maybe as even being some of a that's exported. Of, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I so, don't see that anyway. as even being a big part. So yeah. Oh well. Know. Okay. Well, that was you were trying to call an, What you were doing is trying to call an audible and get some cider stats. Correct. On the quick. Yes. And there you go. It backfired on you. Yes, it did. Like many things do in live radio. However, <laughs> I think some people only listen for the backfires. Honestly, it's like watching NASCAR only to see someone, you know, uh, yeah. slide into the wall. I, I That's was basically what I just did. A minute ago, I was trying to calculate when you said how many shows you've done. I was trying to calculate how many shows of uh, Take Note I had done. And it's somewhere in the 500. Yeah, range. you've doubled. You've more than doubled me. I remember yeah. the day you passed me, which was a sad day for all of us. And then now you've over doubled me. So, well, but the thing about that is, as I've noticed a pattern over the two years we're coming up on finishing up two years of, of doing the show. And um, I've noticed that on Wednesdays and on Fridays, I have a harder time keeping my thoughts together and speaking clearly. Mm. And I, I just, it's like clockwork. Well, now I've noticed that since I noticed that pattern, I begin to psych myself up for making mistakes on Wednesday and Friday. Yes. And it sort of becomes a, now I'm mentally uh, sort of thrown off my game. Yes. Because I'm believing this is the day I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. It's just, it's so, so now I've I've started thinking, hey, I don't have to make a lot of mistakes on these days. And and I've sort of, you know, uh, decided, hey, I'm going to do better. But I did make a few. I, I stumbled around a little bit today. It would be great if they invented but, some kind of software that took what we say into the microphone and does the equivalent of spell check to what we say. <laughs> kind of cleans it up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Puts yeah. the words in the right order, things yeah. like that. So yeah. we don't say things backwards and embarrass ourselves. Then it then it sort of then it becomes a little less impressive. Yeah, it's true. If if you do that, and the robots replace us and. Yeah. Then you can't even call it live till five anymore. That's the last thing we need. Energize till five, maybe. Yeah. Robots till five. (laughs) Robots till five. Nice. Well, what are you doing this weekend, Chris? Uh, I think we're going to. I think we're probably going to go to a beach or something like that. We we uh, end up going to to Tagachin once in a while, and I don't even want to reveal that because it's always so nice and. Yes. uh, it, there's nobody there. That's right. And, and I mean, every once in a while, there's a few people there, but but it's usually just quite nice. There's a little sandy area there, mm-hmm. and there's also some rocks and stuff. You can kind of climb around, and I don't know. It's just a nice. It's a nice place. So we've wound up going there because the kids will sometimes just say, "Can we go to the pool?" 
And we say, why go to the pool? We can just drive down to the sure. beach and let's go there instead. Sure. And then they always wind up saying, oh, I don't want to go all that far. And then afterwards, yeah. they're happy that we did it. Sure. But you guys so. just say, get in the car, kids. We're going. You're going right. to have fun right. whether you want to or not. Right. It's like, what? You can't drive for 15 minutes? Or? Yeah. 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 Come on. Back in my day, we drove a lot farther than that. And we sure. didn't have fun at the other end. We had a miserable <laughs> right? time. And we right. liked it. That's right. That My parents would always say that. Even if you didn't like it, they would just insist you did like you it. You liked it. Yeah. You're just not. You're, See, but but you, we didn't like it. Yes, you did. You did. You're just not remembering right. You right. loved it. Yeah. You said you wanted to do it again. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, Chris, have a great weekend. Hope you get some good uh, pictures for your 365 project as well. Sure. We'll try. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Hey, have a great weekend, Chris. And listeners, I'm going to take a short break. When I come back, a little more live till 5, including... Some Stranger Than Fiction stories, some By the Numbers as well. And then we'll take a final break, and then I have one final topic to talk about. September. The month of September, as we're wrapping it up, was uh, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. I wanted to read just a few little things to you from Outreach Magazine about Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So stick around. More Live Till 5 after this short break. back with a little more live till 5 it's 4 38 p.m on this friday september 29th here at the khmg studios glad to have you with us for episode 233 of live till 5 we were all drinking some apple cider earlier but then when i looked up apple cider stats it only came up with alcoholic apple cider hard cider so I went to the Massachusetts.gov site on Cider Juice Difference. And let me read this to you. Apple juice and apple cider. What's the difference? Here you go. Apple juice and apple cider are both fruit beverages made from apples. But there is a difference between the two. Fresh cider is raw apple that has not undergone a filtration process to remove coarse particles of pulp or sediment. It takes about one-third of the bushel to make a gallon of cider. To make fresh cider, apples are washed, cut, ground into a mash, and then the, at the consistency of applesauce, layers of mash are wrapped in cloth, put into wooden racks, a hydraulic press squeezes the layers, and the juice flows to, into refrigerated tanks. This juice is bottled as apple cider. Apple juice is juice that has been filtered to remove solids and pasteurized, so it will stay fresh longer. Vacuum sealing and additional filtering extend the shelf life of the juice. The flavor of cider depends on the blending of the juice of different apple varietals. The term flavor refers to the palatability and distinct of the distinct apple juice flavor and the aroma that is typical of properly processed apple juice. Cider makers are most particular about uh, concocting a blend that will create the desired flavor. 
and produce the perfect balance between sweetness and tartness. Cider needs constant refrigeration because it is perishable. It will stay sweet and unfermented for up to two weeks. Cider can also be frozen, but be sure to pour off an inch or two from the container for expansion during freezing. A nutritious alternative, although a glass of cider a day, cannot guarantee good health. The sweet juice is a good source of potassium and iron. Apple cider is pure and natural with no sugar added. A 6-ounce glass has only 87 calories. Apple cider, like other juices, fruits, and vegetables, contains no cholesterol. Pectin, contained in apple cider, has been shown to keep serum cholesterol levels down. So there you go. Apple cider is good for you in the right quantity. It's not alcoholic, and it is different than juice because it is not filtered. That's why it is more of a milky color. It's not clear like apple juice has not been pasteurized necessarily. So anyway, that's apple cider, apple juice. I knew you were really curious about that. Here's some by the numbers. This is from World Magazine here, by the numbers. $443 million. That's the losses posted by Snap, the parent company of the popular but unprofitable social media app Snapchat in the most recent quarter. 55, that's the number of U.S. ambassadorships out of 188 that remained vacant and without nominations under President Trump as of mid-August. So this is a few weeks ago. The vacancies included South Korea and other hotspots. 500,000, that's the number of people infected with cholera this year in a civil war-torn Yemen. Nearly 2,000 have died from the disease, according to the World Health Organization. 15%, that's the drop in the number of Americans with individual health insurance policies from March 2016 and March 2017 amid rising premiums. 106 years, the age of perfectly preserved fruitcake scientists, this, the age of a perfectly preserved fruitcake scientists discovered frozen in an Antarctic hut. They believe it belongs uh, to the ill-fated British explorer Robert Falcon Scott. 106-year-old fruitcake. Wow. Anyway, very interesting. Here are a few stories that are stranger than fiction. And today, most of my stories are coming from World Magazine's Dispatches Quick Takes. How about this one? Matthew Banks of Byronshire, Australia, says he's a good environmentalist who doesn't litter. I know about sustainability, he told Australia's Northern Star, and I recycle everything. Still, he received a $450 fine on August 6th for littering in dangerous circumstances. The offending substance was coffee, poured out by friends next to his motorhome. Banks says he got into a massive argument with the ranger who gave him the ticket. I am not paying $450. It's just outrageous, Banks said. Instead, he said he'll pack his motorhome and leave the town. Wow, I didn't know you could get fined for pouring out coffee. We'd be have some people, life in prison around here. Uh, a lot of heart. Peshtigo, Wisconsin. I've been there. Doug Bergeson of Peshtigo, Wisconsin, hurt himself while working in his house. So he drove himself to the hospital, parked his truck, walked into the emergency room. His injury? He had accidentally shot a nail into his chest with a nail gun. He said he wasn't worried about the injury until he realized that it was uh, that about two and a half inches of the three and a half inch nail was embedded in his chest. I couldn't see the nail moving with my heartbeat, he told the Associated Press. It was kind of twitching with every heartbeat, but it was, wasn't moving in and out, I guess. Doctors say the nail hit his heart 
And um, Bergson came close to death. The accident occurred on June 25th. Bergson was preparing to go back to work two months later. Wow. Motorists in Arlington, Virginia, received a startle in August when a Ford van appeared to be motoring through the community without a driver. NBC Washington's Adam Tuss found the car and approached the driver's side with a camera, revealing someone behind the wheel after all, albeit dressed as a car seat and leaning way back in the vehicle, operating it with his hand at the bottom of the wheel. Days later, Virginia Tech professors admitted to performing the experiment with the goal of judging other drivers' reactions to a driverless car. Interesting. Here's two more. An Australian woman. Lots happening in Australia. It's strange here. An Australian woman who won nearly $120,000 in a slip-and-fall judgment against Woolworths Supermarkets has now seen the decision reversed. An Australian Court of Appeal ruled August 14th that the supermarket chain had not been negligent in Colleen McQuillan's uh, when she took a tumble after stepping on a loose grape on the floor. A lower court previously ruled Woolworths negligent for allowing the grapes to trip a customer, but the higher court reasoned the, uh, that another customer could have spilled the fruit. I wonder if she had already spilt the spent the 120000 This one is the one that really gets me. Here you go. Due to small amounts of alcohol found in its products, the United Arab Emirates has instituted a ban on Kikoman soy sauce. Yes, folks, Kikoman soy sauce, the beloved favorite garnish of almost every student at Harvest Christian Academy. The move comes after scientists from the UAE tested the fermented Japanese sauce and found it contained around 2% alcohol by volume. Only certain hotels and bars with licenses may sell alcohol to, in Muslim nations. So Kikoman soy sauce, you basically have to show your ID to be able to get some soy sauce with your white rice, which... I think some people might starve to death uh, if that was the case here. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Hope you're having a good Friday afternoon. It is Friday, 4.46 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. If you ever miss part of the show, Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m., you can catch us on the rebound, listen to the whole show, the whole two hours. We rebroadcast the whole thing, Saturdays, 12 noon until 2 p.m., and Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. We do that because we know a lot of people can't catch the whole show. And so they catch little bits and pieces, and we want to make sure that you're able to get caught up, or if you miss part of an interview or part of a segment, or you think something's funny or interesting, you want to pass it on to someone else, you can tell them to listen at that time. There's also a great way to listen later on at your convenience, and that is by downloading the podcast. You can go to our website, khmg.org, and it's a great website, by the way. And one of the things you can do there is download the podcast of this show and many other great programs that we produce here. And you can listen at your convenience. You can also listen to the live stream of our radio broadcasts from your desk, from your computer. If you have internet connection, just go to khmg.org and click on live stream. You can listen to just as if you're listening to the radio, but you don't even have to tune it in. It's great. Then you can also stay in contact with us by finding our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Just look us up on Facebook and follow us. And what that'll do for you is you won't get spammed with any, you know, uh, campaigns or anything like that. We don't pass your names on to anyone. We just like to know who's following us. And then when you do follow us, you get the updates, if you so choose. Anytime we put up a new song or a new a new link, uh, you'll get a little 
message telling you that uh, we just updated our Facebook page. It's a great way for you to stay in touch with us because you can send us a message that way. We can see when you viewed things. You can like things. You can see some of the pictures that we're putting up. Chris has been putting up a bunch of his extra pictures. He's doing this 365 project, and he's putting up some of his great kind of honorable mention pictures that he's taken uh, on the KHMG Harvest Family Radio Facebook page. So I'd encourage you to go there and check it out. Back on our website, again, we're indexing all the library of great sermons that we have. So you can look them up by topic. Let's say you're wanting to listen to a message on anxiety. We can type in anxiety, and if we have a sermon on that, you'll see all the sermons we have with that topic. Or maybe you're studying the book of Genesis, and you you need to know something about Genesis chapter 15. We can type in the passage, and you'll see all the messages that we've had on that passage. Or maybe it's a guest speaker. You really liked um, Joe Baldwin, for example. You can type that in, and any messages that he's preached that we have in the library, you can check out there on the website. Just go to khmg.org and look at our indexed library of sermons. And We have a lot of content there, and it's growing. And then, of course, all the podcasts of all the different shows we produce here, Building Great Leaders with Dr. Les Olala. That is a fan favorite, I guess you could say. And then if, if you like expository, deep preaching, Dr. Douglas McLaughlin's Living Redemptively is on there. We have Heart of Harvest, where we do some interviews here locally. We have Heart of Harvest Asia. We have, uh, or Harvest Timer is the interviews. Heart of Harvest are different sermons have been preached here, primarily our senior pastor, Pastor Marty Heron. We have Harvest Echoes. They're some of the best classic messages that have ever been preached at Harvest. And because we have so many preaching opportunities here over the years, over 40 years in ministry, and a lot of that recorded and and, uh, saved in our archives, we want to get that out to you as a resource. So I encourage you, go to khmg.org, khmg.org, and Click on all the different options. Make yourself familiar with our our website because it really is a great tool for you to help you grow, and we really want you to be blessed by that. Now, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, I have just a, a little bit to say about Suicide Prevention Month as we're wrapping up the month of September. I know that uh, Suicide Prevention Month is one of those things that sometimes we overlook a little bit until it hits home, and then we get a little more serious about it. So I just want to take a moment, talk about that, as well as invite you to church. So stick around. It is live till 5, Friday, September 29th, 4.50 p.m. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host here on 88.1 FM, KHMG, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Stick around for a little break, and then back with the last few minutes of Live Till 5. with the last few minutes of Live Till 5 on this Friday, September 29th, 4.55 p.m. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. 
and enjoyed the last two hours. Let's just take just a moment at the end of this September to recognize that it was Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And this is from Outreach Magazine, September-October issue. The number of teens and younger, younger than teens being hospitalized for suicidal thoughts or attempts has doubled in the last 10 years. And recent TV shows like the controversial Netflix series 13 Reasons Why have put the troubling issues back in the spotlight. This September, join the discussion, help those fighting suicidal thoughts, support families and friends who have lost loved ones to suicide, and raise awareness. And so there were a couple different observances in the last few weeks, but here's some staggering facts. Number of Americans who die each year by suicide. 44,193. The number of suicides each day, 121. And for every person who dies by suicide, 20 or more attempt it. And that's from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So that means over 800,000 attempted suicides, 44,000, almost 900,000 attempted suicides last year in, in America, 20 times how many actually are successful in committing suicide, 121 every day. That should really give you a burden for those that are struggling with with the thoughts that the lie that it's better to end it than to continue on and get help. And so if you know anyone that's struggling with that, you can always call us at Harvest. We have people that can counsel and encourage and try and get people the help they need. And, of course, you can contact us at 477-6341. There are a number of resources out there as well. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, that's AFSP.org. The National Alliance for Mental Illness, NAMI.org, Suicide Awareness Month. Or um, YouCannotBeReplaced.com. YouCannotBeReplaced.com. Check those out. And if you need more resources, of course, contact us here at Harvest. Let me know through our Facebook page. Go to the, the Messenger section and send me a personal message. Let me know if you know someone that's struggling. We'd love to help any way we can here at Harvest. We're a ministry. We want to be a blessing to you and your families and your neighbors. And even though Live Till Five is kind of a lighthearted approach uh, to the end of the week, we want you to know that we really do want to be a ministry to you, the listeners. And so you can contact us anytime, again, through our Facebook page, through our website, khmg.org. Uh, you can call 477-6341 and let us know you're listening. Let us know of the need, and we'll pray for you. We'll pray with you. We'll direct people to the help that they need as we can. So it's been a good show today, and we enjoy every minute of it. It's the fastest two hours of my week here at Live Till 5 in KHMG. And, uh, Even though it goes by so quick, I enjoy it every single week and look forward to it. Now, next week and the week after, I'm going to be off-island. So you're going to have Chris Harper hosting next week, and then Sebastian Basildua hosting the week after that. should be a fun time, a great time. Those guys are pros, and they'll do a great job. So very excited. Thanks for listening to KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. This is episode 233 on Friday, September 29th. Live till 5, I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. Have a great weekend.